From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT, with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast. Adam Ruckus Clark and Karen Hunt are on Joseph Arthur's Technicolor Dreamcast. Joe Rogan is in a Twitter beat. He gave RFK Jr. a chance to speak And now it's on Joseph Arthur Technicolor Dreamcast It's on The Joseph Arthur Technicolor Dreamcast Welcome Karen Hunt and Adam Ruckus-Clark How are you guys doing this evening? Thank you. Great. How are you, guys? Both of you. (laughs) Hi, Karen. Hi, Joseph. Hi. (laughs) Hello. Well, um, Karen Hunt, thank you for coming on again. It's my pleasure. I'm always happy to be here with you guys. Um, And I don't know what you want to discuss, Ruckus, but I want to talk about this uh, Joe Rogan beef going on Twitter right now. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, it's kind of live beef now. It's <laughs> live and happening Isn't that bad for right the now. <laughs> In fact, there's a tweet that's not even 20 minutes old, where because uh, he's uh, what happened was he let RFK Jr. on his podcast, and so he's uh, gone over all the vaccine stuff. RFK Jr.'s really well versed in in how dangerous the schedule for vaccines for children is and the autism spike Mm -hmm. that it's created. And so I forget who the guy, what the guy's name, but one of the vaccine guys was calling out Joe Rogan for spreading misinformation. And then he offered him a hundred thousand dollars to come and debate RFK jr. On his podcast. So Twitter is blowing up with this right now. 600,000, 600,000 to hotels, to doc, Doctor Hotez, right? Just, just to debate correct? him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to debate him, and then uh, this guy he Tom Nichols to wrote. Uh, no, just wrote Tom Nichols wrote. No medical professional should ever agree to do this. Never. It elevates the conspiracy guy, demeans the medical professional, and will only <laughs> convince the kooks out there that RFK is right because a real doctor took time to debate. To which Joe Rogan said, that would be a great suggestion if you could assure that the industry you were representing wasn't completely captured by heartless monsters who have a history of some of the biggest criminal fines in human history because their deception has cost hundreds of thousands of people their lives. It would be a great suggestion if the industry you were defending didn't occasionally look at human beings as an opportunity to generate insane wealth regardless of the tragic consequences, but you can't do that. So maybe it would be a good idea to have a effing debate. Joe Rogan has officially taken the gloves off, ladies and gentlemen. That is, that's hardcore what he just did. That's not your usual middle of the road Joe kind Mm -hmm. of humming and hawing around vaccine skepticism and sort of going, hey, ivermectin, it's pretty cool. Uh, Hey, I was just following what my doctor said. You know, I mean, he always kind of like 
toed a, a line to some degree, but that what he just wrote there is incredible. What what do you guys think? What think you? Ruckus, let's start with you. What do you think about all that? So does this mean that Neil Young is going to pull his music off of Spotify again? <laughs> right? But I'm is Anthony is Anthony must. Fauci is Anthony Fauci going to call for a boycott of Spotify? Uh, it just boggles my mind that somebody who is so sure that they are right that their vaccines and all that are safe and effective can't even defend it. All they can do is just keep repeating this mantra over and over and over again, like like some little kids. Where are the grown-ups in the room? Somebody, please take them up on this offer. This is ridiculous. I don't even like. This is stupid, man. I can't believe this anymore. Uh, what says Karen? Oh, I, I mean, this thing is just—I don't know. It's just heating up and heating up. And but, but the, but I'm always conscious of that. You know, if you look at it, um, it's just there's there is no debate really here because you see, even in all the comments it's all just people on one side, you know? So why would this horrible person, Peter Hotez, or however you pronounce his name, um, put himself in that position anyways? He's certainly not going to do it because he's, he's, I mean, he's, he's just not, you know, it's, it's so frustrating to me that there is no longer even the ability to have a debate you know, because there are no longer two sides. Like there's just one side over here and then there's one side over here and never the twain shall meet, you know, and that's been done deliberately. So this is going to, you know, heat up and heat up and heat up, but it's only on one side. Um, And and the other side is never, never even going to be involved in it. And that's what drives me up the wall about all of this but they are involved because this tom nichols just commented that and then the peter hotez whatever however where are we gonna every time we say his name say however you say his name <laughs> because it's one of those names you, you almost have to do that peter hotez if that's how you like say Emotep his name from the mummy movies doesn't it cartoon character anyway yeah, so, I mean, there is a debate going on here, though. I mean, it's not just an echo chamber. You know, I understand what your point, though, that Twitter has become somewhat of an echo chamber. But, you know, there is some push and pull going on here. And, you know, Joe Rogan has the biggest show in all of media. So, you know, they, yeah, on Twitter's one thing. But if this guy was sincere, like Ruckus was saying, if he had a leg to stand on, he would take this offer. If you knew you, if you knew your stuff, if you knew vaccines were a good idea and that RFK Jr., everything he said was just gobbledygook from a deranged tinfoil hat lunatic, then why wouldn't you go on the biggest uh, media channel in the known world and, and level the guy you would be able to easily do that the science yeah well he's not going to do it yeah exactly i mean he's not going to stoop to do something like that and he doesn't have to because they're you know they control i I mean they still control everything you know it's like i the whole thing like i wrote that piece building the mrna empire i mean as we sit here and we have this debate um 
you know, they are building the uh, mRNA facilities throughout the world. <laughs> you know, this is the crazy thing. So this is moving forward at an, at an incredible rate that's absolutely unbelievable. The Moderna chief executive, you know, Stephen Bonsell, however you say his name, he, he's going, he wants to build mRNA factories on every continent. Um, you know, in, uh, in, uh, in India, they're building, uh, it's called uh, Pharma City. It's the biggest, uh, I mean, it's just this huge, huge, huge um, city filled with with this stuff and um and bill gates who people keep on saying he's been thrown out of india no he's not he not long ago said we're going where we will have gigantic mrna factories in india um so this is this is what i'm always conscious of it's very very bizarre it's, it's a very very surreal world that we live in where you know th- th- this is the reality of, of what's happening um of the world population received uh, the COVID-19 vaccine. Think about it. Mm. I mean, I mean, it's, it's incredible, you know, and, and now they are making these mRNA vaccines for other, for everything. So that's, you know, that's, that's what I'm saying. And they, mm -hmm. they got that kind of compliance. Of course, that's not really surprising living through the last three years and and how insane it was. But I mean, the tide has certainly turned in a dramatic fashion. I mean, the fact that that tweet I just read of Joe Rogan, I mean, can you imagine him writing something like that two years ago? You just can't even imagine it. It was, no, no, he could, you know why, you know why though? The tulips. Why? (laughs) Because he, because he would have reached everyone now, you know, like, I mean, I don't know how to, now everyone's been put in their lane, you know, so so people can speak and they think that they have uh, free speech, but they're but they've been very very carefully um, relegated to certain spaces, shall we say? Now Joe Rogan's a little bit different. I think that he does you know cross over a little bit more, and also Tucker Carlson. I think what's like what's happening to Tucker Carlson is even more. Th- this should worry people so much what happened to tucker carlson um that i mean it 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 chills my blood really what what happened to him and um i mean where else could he go except twitter he's now on twitter i i mean think about it you know i i mean he was bringing in more money to fox if it was if it was about money which is what i talk about in one of my latest pieces in the traditional sense that we've been conditioned to think about, he'd still be at Fox, but he's not because it's not about money in the way that we think about money. Um, or, or, you know, so, so he's been relegated now to Twitter and he speaks and millions of people listen to him. Um, but it's, but it's, but it's in a, you know, it's in a certain, it's in a certain lane. So the Pied well, Piper of conservatives. Just, yeah. yeah. Patrick Henningsen just reported that he's has a cease and desist on his Twitter show and that Fox mm-hmm. is actually still paying him exorbitant amounts of money to keep him quiet. So it's even more strange and diabolical. It's very I strange. Yeah, yeah. And he's not fired. They keep using the word fired, but he, he has not been fired. He's just been silenced and they're um, literally trying to, 
keep him from speaking on Twitter. I mean, he, he doesn't have a, he, you know, it, it, I mean, if we think about this, you know, if we think about from, you know, a year and a half ago or whatever, when they said, you know, the, the disinformation doesn't, you know, they, they started doing this thing with disinformation and now where we are at now, um, it's really, really um scary what what's happening i mean i can't you know i, I don't want to i can't even emphasize it enough so <clears throat> so the whole thing with the you know i mean it's interesting and in everything that the debate but uh you know with joe rogan but um but there's some really diabolical things that are going on i think yeah, but I think they're losing control. I mean, you know, I I just looked at Twitter the other day and CNN wrote some update about mRNA injections and they got ratioed in their own comment section. No, this is a bunch of middle finger emojis and take your mRNA and shove it, you know, or yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Are you guys still doing this kind of thing? Like the every comment was that there wasn't one like, yay, good. I can't wait to take the new booster. So <laughs> and. <laughs> I, you know, I hear your point about echo chambers and keeping people in their lane, but Joe Rogan has achieved escape velocity. I mean, he's so massive. And for him to speak that dramatically about this subject is new. What do you think, Rogan? Mm-hmm. Let's be realistic. Let's look at some numbers. What, what is Rogan's audience that he's so huge he's going to reach so many people? Seriously. What's what's I don't know because um, I don't listen to him. I think See, I'm well, one he's of got the, 11 the million people. 11 million Twitter followers, and I okay. think his podcast how, is like how many people um, live in America? Way way bigger than CNN by by like many many multiple. Times, I'm just saying. I know? think I think you don't need an echo chamber to to have a perceived worldview. So in our mind, somebody like Rogan talking about it that's huge. But to another large portion of the, there, there might be like, who, what? There are still people who don't even know what a podcast is. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think I, th- I'm ju- I don't want to be the like black that. pill, Joseph, but I'm saying I think we might be tricking people. ourselves into thinking that like you're talking about the ratios on the comments. I, I talk about this all the time. How do you know that that's the same thing that your neighbor sees when they go look at that article? Or do they see ratio comments that are attuned to where – their worldview is aligned. <laughs> um, I'm not okay, making, so I'm not I, kidding. That's yeah, too so I much just, black pill for me. I don't think they're changing I, comments so, based on like, somebody's like, Twitter history. That that's a black. Pill. I know that's one I, too many yeah, black pills, Ruckus. <laughs> so if you look at the most popular social networks. January 2023, Facebook is still the most popular. Then it's YouTube, WhatsApp, Instagram, WeChat, TikTok, Facebook Messenger, Douyin, Telegram, Snapchat, Kuyashu, uh, so, you know, these are just like Chinese ones, QQ. And then way down there, just above pin, Pinterest is Twitter, all right? <laughs> Um, and so you can say that, oh, yes, but it's got the most intellectuals and, you know, it's got the most, you know, all, all of that, all of that sort of thing. But, um, you know, I, I do think that I agree with Ruckus, you know, to keep it in perspective of what, of the influence of, of really what it is. Um, yeah, we live in a, we, we, we are living in, and I say this because even in my, in my last piece, you know, I talked about my travels when I, uh, through communist 
countries. And I recognize so much of what's going on now and the uh, of what I saw then. So I, I see it. And, and it's not just communism. It could be communism. It could be fascism. It could be a version of capitalism. But this sort of, you know, um, de- deadening of even if you know, even if many people now think, ugh, this is just... I don't even want to, you know, they're, they're sick of dealing with it. They're just going to keep on, you know, dealing with it because they have so many other problems now, so many other problems in their, in their lives now, you know, worrying about so many other things. So, so, so they don't even have to, you know, I think the mRNA vaccines now are for the world. I mean, they're going to be for cancer. They, do you know how many illnesses are coming up now in people? I mean, forget about COVID. You know, COVID was just, you know, it's past, it's a passe now, you know. There are other things developing. We don't even, like people can say, oh, it was the shot that got me sick. But you, who knows? We have plastic in our blood, <laughs> in our in our veins, you know. So there's so many things, you know, we, we, we're being zapped all the time with electrical, you know, like energy. Uh, I mean, there's so many things that are that are affecting us that, that it's going it's going to become just so confusing. And people are going to become so scared because there's going to be so many illnesses. And because people have been conditioned for such a long time to take a pill, take a pill, take a shot, take a shot, you know, when they become very, very, very scared or whatever, what do they do? They take it. So there's other things. It's not it's not COVID with the with the uh, mRNA with these vac. They're they're developing it for other illnesses as well. Yeah, but I still think a shift is occurring. I mean, we have you know, I mean, RFK Jr. is a serious presidential candidate speaking out. He's speaking on major platforms. I mean, I hear that <clears throat> maybe I'm overestimating the shift, but. It seems to me you guys are underestimating the shift because this just was not in the public discourse. None of this stuff was uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, RFK is not going to make it, dude. No, I'm not he's saying not. he's going to make it, but, no, but I mean, he's already I making it I'm, to some degree listen, because he's like, you know, that's not getting. What I mean. Okay, go ahead. I, I think he's going to. I think the. I, uh, Call me crazy. Call me the tinfoil hat wearing guy. Uh, they're already laying the narrative in mainstream news. They're going to whack this guy, dude. I, I, I swear. There's, this guy's too much trouble to this narrative that 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 she's talking about. It's not going to be an awakening. The day the the proverbial they have invested way way too much time yeah. and money and effort into this. And it's you're you're so dead on. You're so right, Karen. This is not about the past. They're, they're not afraid. To, they've Joseph. They've never been afraid to come out and admit the terrible things that they've done me. in the past, or to say they've made a mistake. <laughs> they can't let this one thing go because the future is so hinged upon keeping this as the foundation for this mRNA technology. She, Karen they is a hundred percent right. They and I have the I have the compliant. most respect, but and. People will be compliant because people are going to be very sick. I mean, people Some are, will. I mean, Some. a lot like of, not I 70% mean, anymore. Well, no and, and it's not only that, you know, it's, you know, the, 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 you know, universal basic income, the, every, there are so many different ways that we are being bombarded, but I have the greatest respect for 
for um, JFK. I mean, I think he's amazing. Uh, anyone who, who um, you know, I always say anyone who can stand up against their, um, their, the forces of the world in which they were raised whether whether it's it's the gangster on the street or you know or living in the in the type of I mean the Kennedy you know to stand against what uh, the world that gives you your um, ability to to you know all all of your connections you know he did that and I and I have a great respect for him and I think he's he's too much you know I I think that. I, I think you're right, Ruckus. Yeah, and and as I said, I've said this for a while. The closer we get to 2024, I mean, look what they've done indicting. I mean, it's what they've done to, to Trump is incredible. I wrote, I just wrote a piece about, you know, Trump and um, and Tucker, the two most dangerous men in in America in the world. You know, and well, um, you and can people. Add, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. Yeah. Add, but and. Add Rogan and RFK Jr. on that list too. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. But I mean, they they are there too. But um, but they're not reaching this this huge wide. I mean, the following, you know, that 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 tr- that Trump has and the voice that Tucker Carlson has. Um, I, I had somewhere that that even people, you know, liberals, thoughtful liberals, will listen to him. They won't listen to other uh, other um, uh, you know, conservative news whatever but they will listen to him and what and i think what tucker's doing now is really just so fascinating i mean really really interesting but to to what what they've done to trump is um i mean we live in a dick more and more and more and more and more in a dictatorship and the incredible thing is that people all right just let's start, let me cut it. you off there because i gotta go to a break but then i'll we'll pick it up right there after these words on tnt TNT Radio's Alan Miller. In the last few weeks, with the Twitter files and the lockdown files in the United Kingdom with the Telegraph newspaper, how there was a concerted effort to suppress questions, alternative views, challenges, reflections about lockdowns, social distancing, masks, particularly about COVID-19 vaccines. How does all that strike you when debate is suffocated and restricted? COVID set back the state of science by decades, maybe even a century. For the better part of 20th century, scientists in all disciplines, including medical sciences, were constantly educated and encouraged to promote and follow evidence-based science, evidence-based medicine. Now, there's a famous quote of, if the evidence contradicts your theory, your theory is wrong. That's the end to it. And what happened during COVID, we saw the exact opposite of that. If the evidence contradicts your theory, the evidence is wrong. You're a conspiracy theorist. Alan Miller and today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Have you ever felt like time was moving too fast? Do you need a break from the hustle and bustle of your daily routine? Then come and experience Sam Sam Yaonoi, where time slows down. And magic comes to life on the stunning Yao Noi Island in southern Thailand. Our private villas and public spaces are quiet, spacious, and very inspirational. Inside and outside magic spaces, you'll find exceptional facilities and a full contemporary art collection to inspire your senses. Our dedicated Sam Sam family 
is here to provide bespoke services to make your stay unforgettable. Let nature and our Sam Sam family team take over, and you'll get the utmost recalibration of your mental balance. Discover the enchantment that awaits you at Sam Sam Yanoi. Book your stay today at Sam Sam Yanoi and experience our magic places, magic spaces for yourself. Book your stay in Thailand now and visit samsam-spaces.com. You're with Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. And we're back with Karen Hunt and Adam Ruckus-Clark. Karen, you were going in on Trump and uh, Tucker and how we're living in a nouveau dictatorship, I think, is where you were heading with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, um, and the incredible thing is that the things that uh, Trump is being, I mean, <laughs> Biden has the CIA behind him, the FBI behind him, the entire, you know, the government, the media, everything uh, supporting, you know, his dictatorship. And he is able to take out, to take his rival and book, I mean, <laughs> book him, fingerprint him put him in front of a judge with a possible um, accusing him of crimes that could effectively put him in prison for the rest of his life. The same things, not only that, but a few months ago, even the mainstream media, just to, you know, give us the middle finger was fine with letting everyone know that Biden had done. I mean, Biden was keeping um, uh, papers in, in the garage with his Corvette doing the same thing. Probably, I mean, worse, worse things, absolutely. And yet he he is taking out his, doing everything he can to take out his rival. Now, this this is unprecedented in this country. I mean, this happens in, you know, in uh, in third world countries. And it's this, this is never, I mean, this is really unprecedented. And what's really unprecedented is how blatant it is how blatant the lies are. And um, people just, I think, you know, people are just so overwhelmed and, and, and feel as if, you know, things are so futile. It's not even anymore, I don't think that people, um, uh, you know, think Biden is great or not great. They just don't think, they, they, they are defeated. Many, many people feel, you know, defeated by every, by, by what is happening and how, and, and it's so overwhelming. How do you ever, you know, get out of it? And I think that's more and more, you know, I said this over a year ago, the fear, you know, that my worry was that, you know, this, this is what would happen is that people would, would begin to feel defeated because of this constant menticide of this, just these waves upon waves upon waves of disasters that we face. Yeah. Well, that's how I used to feel about it when CNN was the only news source that people were paying attention to. And then Fox was also controlled and, you know, and Joe Rogan wasn't like stepping out and RFK Jr. was getting banned off of Instagram. And, you know, I mean, this has been a dramatic shift and, and people listening to the their news sources their news propaganda stations are dwindling the numbers are just abysmal mm-hmm. whereas all the alternative media media like TNT radio is becoming really powerful 
Twitter is becoming really powerful. Yeah, it's maybe smaller now still compared to Facebook, but that is shifting. The conversation is like, because I, I used to feel that defeat you're speaking of, but I just don't feel it at all. I feel total excitement about what's happening right now because it just seems to me the tides are dramatically turning. I know both of you disagree with me, uh, but that's well, just what, how what I will feel you about do? it. So how, how will you feel if, you know, Biden or somebody else, but probably Biden is, is reelected? How will you feel then? Well, because it's I not about probably, you know, our feelings. Yeah. I Well, I would feel less excited than I do at this moment, but I almost can't conceive of Biden being reelected or if they do do like, you know, end up throwing Trump in jail and all that in prison, I think there'll be some some kind of uprising. If they do take out RFK Jr., they turn him into a martyr. I mean, for every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. So I could see some kind of civil war of, of, of some type breakout or something like that, but it's the genie is out of this bottle to such a degree and that's not saying that they're not going to do everything they can to put the genie back in the bottle, but the genie is, you know, one of those cartoon genies that's all fat and outside of the bottle and is like blue and in the sky and doing cartwheels and spinning around. Ruckus, save me from this genie analysis. <laughs> uh, I think you're onto something, actually. It's, it's, it really does seem like we're coming up to this huge boiling point, breaking point. Um, now or never, a crap or get off the pot kind of thing, right? Like, so it could right. go either way. But the thing is, what sucks is either way it goes, they, the proverbial they, still win, sort of. Because, like, if if somebody, if we if we decide, like, ah, we've had enough and we, and we lose our, our you-know-what, and there's, like, chaos in the streets, well, we know they want that so they can sweep in and, and cool that off and be like, ha-ha, ha-ha-ha, we knew you were dangerous people, et cetera. Um, and then there's also the thing, like, okay, like, let's say, if they, um, this is just a hypothetical people. Okay. I'm just using this. Let, let's say that some deep underbelly, deep state at the order of Biden or big pharma or Bill Gates himself says, all right, take out Bobby Kennedy and, and something happens to Kennedy or maybe a car crash or something. Who knows? Right. And then, but they make it blatantly obvious to those who are like fans, like, oh, they, the proverbial they did that. They took him out. And, and that would be like a great big message to anyone. Yeah, they might be like, oh, I'm just going to sit down and shut up more, you know, because I don't want anything bad to happen mm -hmm. to me. You know what I mean? Like, so it could go either way. This kind of stuff could either really tick off people uh, emotionally to where they pop off or they, they finally say, you know what, just finish making us your slaves because we're not going to fight back. The human yeah. spirit's going to fight back, man. The, hu the human spirit of say something like that did happen to RFK Jr. There's no way all of a sudden people like Rogan would be bottled up. You know, it's the, the gloves have just been taken off, you know, and there's going to be so much money raised to try to get this debate happening. The fact that there's even people saying don't take the debate reveals anyone who would say don't take the debate. They don't believe in in the vaccine stuff. It reveals that because if you believe in something, you want to debate it. There's no case where you really believe in something that you wouldn't be excited to debate it. It just goes against human nature. It goes against common sense. 
scientists also hate debating Christians about the uh, biblical foundation and creation. Um, they, they absolutely avoid it like the plague. Uh, it's the only this is the only second. It's the second time I've seen them act like this. So that says to me, like they may or may not have something to hide. But it, it's like it's it would be too much of a cognitive dissonance for a lot of these people who swallowed this narrative and believed it they can't admit that they were wrong it would just absolutely shatter their fra- their mind and it's already it's too fragile i mean look this, this three years was awful this 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 absolutely was this is crazy stuff what they did to people it's horrible yeah and i think that people even though i mean people are, are you know are moving on from covid um and the government and the these organizations they they know that you know they're all moving on from from covid but you know i mean they they're moving on to other things so that that's what's going to happen and i agree that yeah of course this is going because there this is going to come to a boiling point there are going to be people i mean it will i i truly believe it will you know, get to the point as it ha- happened in communist countries where, you know, the, the, the boot was put on people's heads so much and that, you know, there are those people who, yes, who are going to stand up, who are going to speak out. But to do that at a, you know, now at, a, now it doesn't, you know, you, people can do that. You can do like we can speak now, but what, you know, the day could come when us doing this will, we could get a, you know, a, a knock or not a knock on the door, somebody coming in, dr- dragging us off to prison for doing this. You know, that's what happens eventually. And so, you know, that is quite possible that that day could come. I don't see how and how there's any other scenario except that whoever the, you know, these elites want is going to um, win in 2024. I, I don't see how anything else can happen. But the that doesn't mean there won't be resistance. Ta- right, but the boot and and taking us off to prison, you know, that seemed more plausible a couple years ago. But at this point, it, if th- there comes a, a point of no return in terms of sort of escape velocity on free speech, and I feel like we're in that space now to where if some kind of boot was coming down on mankind, you would just get, an uprising then. So they, they would need the only way to do this. I mean, you're talking about like communist countries and stuff. They didn't have Twitter. Twitter wouldn't have been allowed in something like that. Joe Rogan wouldn't have been allowed. And we just lived through that for the last few years where none of those things were even there. So it was like a few freaks like me and a few other people speaking out and getting completely ratioed and canceled and, and, defamed and all the rest of it they could easily quiet us down but there's a at a certain point the voices are just too many and too loud that you know now this what we're talking about here the rogan thing is going to be a major news story for the next like bunch of days that's what i mean it's like where in what news in in what news it's it's going to be it's going to be all over the place it's going to be all what people are talking about people are going to they're going to they're going to end up raising millions of dollars to get this debate it's just going to it's going to blow up the message that much more it, you it's what i'm saying you can't put this genie it's like an explosion you can't contain it they they need the proverbial they need containment they need silence they need compliance and they need containment They've lost See, that. 
Mm, see, I, I see it in a different way. I see those days, you know, like in the beginning of COVID and all that, when we were all in social media, we were all, you know, speaking and people were, you know, getting angry at one another and call, calling each other's names and stuff like that. I see that as the way, it, you know, at least that's better than what we have now. Because now there is no, like, I, I remember when, you know, on Facebook, when I would, people used to say things like, stay in your lane, just get in your lane, you know, and they were shutting people down, shutting people down, shutting people down, and they were moving people into these lanes. And, and that's, I mean, I see an illusion of, of, uh, of free speech, um, because it's not across all, all platforms any longer. They, you know, we've been put, you know, algorithms control us to such a great extent. You know, we don't even know anymore. A lot of times, if we're honest, how much we, we're actually being influenced by these forces. You know, so, um, so I think it's, it's very devious and very, and, and, the, and the reason, you know, I, I, I look at it like this because that's what keeps me clear in my mind. You know, um, I always have to push back. I always remember, you know, what, what the, those, those feelings of what it was like to be in situations where, everything's upside down, you know, in, in a communist country, everything's upside down and you don't, you don't know what's up and what's down, but you know that everything is a lie. So if you take that standpoint that everything is a lie, you're continually being lied to, then at least you can find some truth, you know? So that's, that's my, my perspective. Hmm. That's interesting. I mean, Maybe you're right. I don't know. Let me go to a quick break and we'll get Ruckus's input right after these words on TNT. Give me a minute with TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. Of all the things that come out of the mouths of the radical left, this may be the most telling and the most dangerous. Here's Joe Biden. There's no such thing as someone else's child. No such thing as someone else's child. Our nation's children are all our children. He has said that many times. It's sick and twisted, and so is this. New Jersey Monitor reports that lawmakers have introduced legislation to lower the age that teens in the state can seek mental health services without parental consent to 13. The bill comes seven years after then-Governor Chris Christie signed a law allowing children as young as 16 to seek help without their parents' knowledge. Their piece cites studies showing that suicidal thoughts and attempts are up among young people. But folks, why would your kids be able to get any kind of medical treatment, mental or otherwise, without you, the parent, being notified and involved? Because according to the radical left, they are not your kids. They belong to all of us. Thanks for giving me a minute. I'm Steve Malsberg for TNT Radio. A few years ago, Steve Faircow's lungs were failing. I don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received a lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. Now Steve can do things he never imagined, like climbing 94 floors to the top of a skyscraper. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. It's an incredible gift. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Joseph Arthur and his Technicolor Dreamcast on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. 
We know that they are lying. They know that they are lying. They even know that we know they are lying. We also know that they know we know they are lying, too. They, of course, know that we certainly know. They know we know they are lying, too, as well. But they are still lying. In our country, the lie has become not just moral category, but the pillar industry of this country. That's a quote by Alexander I can't say the last name at all. That makes me feel so much better. I can never say anybody's names. Alexander Solzhenitsyn. Ruckus. Yeah, Solzhenitsyn. Thank you. Ruckus, what do you think about all this? I think a lot. I was listening to you uh, and your other guests, and your last guest, I believe it was Ted Walter, brought up. Uh, you guys are trying to recall the uh, the quote, which is actually from William Casey, former CIA director uh, in the 80s. Uh, we'll know our disinformation program is complete when everything the American public believes is false. That's mm. supposedly, allegedly the quote that he said. Uh, and I think it applies right here. You guys are talking about social media. You think like, oh, yeah, you can talk on Twitter. You can talk on social media. You can talk about these things. Um, well, can you or is that what they want you to think? Because, listen, bro, uh, mm-hmm. first of all, Facebook. All right. You you, have, you you haven't been on there for a minute. But if you go on there and you look on your page, I, I, I know fairly certain um, I can't prove it uh, unless I do some uh, jumping through some hoops. But we'll get to that in a second. You got trolls, man. And you got one in particular who I know has said repeatedly multiple times that you, Joseph Arthur, are responsible for killing people with your lies about the vaccines. OK, you can probably mm-hmm. go look for that for yourself. Now, I can't find that myself because uh, not that long ago uh, after Jeez dealing with Louise. that guy, I, I blocked him. So I don't have to see him. OK, and if I can choose to not see other people and what they're saying and things happening on social media, don't you think the makers of social media can do that, too? I'm telling you this, this nudging, this this control, the algorithm. I think that the proverbial they are much happier to have everybody corralled onto social media. And that's where they get their news Absolutely. and their information from, because it is so much easier for them to control the narrative and keep everybody herded. Uh, check this out. Mm. Uh, this week on Tuesday, the 2023 version of Reuters Institute Digital News uh, report came out, which said that journalists are getting outflanked. Uh, people don't want to go get their news from journalists mm-hmm. anymore or the news or the media. Uh, the young audiences apparently uh, they go to TikTok and Snapchat That's and right. get their information right. about the world and their news from celebrities and influencers. Mm-hmm. And those yep. are the next gatekeepers, Joe. So I wouldn't be the least They're, bit surprised yep. if per, uh, somebody like Tucker Carlson were scratching our head. How does this happen? What if it's a trap? Just saying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're. I mean, That's they they're killing they're killing the news. They don't care if CNN. Fa- you know, we we forget. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The young people they're finding their news other places, and um, so the, all of that is going by the wayside. Everybody is being captured into the you know with these algorithms into their into these little virtual worlds. You know where they're living, where where they can think. You know that that that's the center of the universe is their little world, and you know and it's all being sort of manipulated and controlled i mean they have it so you know when, when we were traveling around communist countries there was some late i remember a lady like this with this fake blonde hair she was everywhere trying to listen to our conversations they're inside our heads now listen you know listen i mean 
they, they anticipate our thoughts and they plant thoughts in, in, inside of us. And so, you know, and, and, the, and, and, the, you know, back to the whole mRNA thing, um, you know, if, if you just look at some of the things that are happening around the world, the scale of the global vac- vaccination plan in, in February 2022, the World Health Organization and WHO and Korea announced the establishment of a global biomanufacturing training hub. So, and there's training hubs in South Africa, Bangladesh, Indonesia, Pakistan, Serbia, Vietnam, and they will all receive mRNA technology from these technological, these, these transfer hubs. BioNTech is building mRNA vaccine manufacturing sites in Singapore. Moderna is building mRNA vaccine manufacturing sites in Kenya to supply as many as 500 million doses to the continent each year. Japan is building its first mRNA manufacturing plant capable of producing 20 million and, and, and more by 20, uh, 2024. Moderna is opening the vaccine research manufacturing center in the UK to establish a global clinical trials base, um, to, to, to target the toughest viruses out there. Tesla's mRNA microfactories for CureVax COVID vaccine development in Germany is, you know, moving ahead. Moderna is building facilities in Canada's Quebec. The EU approved ramp up of Pfizer's vaccine manufacturing in Belgium. Australia signed contracts with Moderna to build build um, Melbourne mRNA manufacturing facilities for 100 million mRNA vaccines a year by 2024. On and on it goes. India promises to have gigantic mRNA factories ready for the next pandemic. On and on I could go like this. So, you know, that's the reality of what's happening. And do you think that they're going to, do you think they don't, they haven't projected why they're doing that, that they're actually going to succeed with this? You know, I mean, there, there's there got to be a reason why they're doing that. What do you think the reason is, Ruckus? They don't. Yeah, it doesn't sound like they seem very concerned about uh, like, oh, no, Tucker Carlson on Twitter. Oh, geez, Rogan, RFK, oh, we're, we're ruined. It's all over. No. <laughs> so they either have contingency mm. plans set up for these people and or all of us or they're in on it, dude. They're, <laughs> the more I learned, like, listen, let's just look back on some of our past conversations. Like how long ago, Joseph, when I was first talking on the air with you, like Trump was the man and he was the answer to everything and he could be trusted. And then you've done the whole like 180 on him. You're like, oh, but he's the father of the fact, you know. So like how how much in the near future are you going to be like, oh, yeah, Elon Musk, who, by the way, still hasn't changed his avatar picture. He's still wearing the Satan costume. Hello. <laughs> Um, yeah. And then look at Rogan, pull up some of Rogan's old, old podcasts. That, that guy's really not like a good person. I hate to say it, dude. He's not like some holy moly, like like he's going to like, there's no single savior. Yeah, exactly. People are, people are mixed bag. I I don't think anyone's a savior. I mean, there's a lot of things RFK Jr.'s done recently that have bugged the heck out of me. I mean, the, you know, backstabbing Roger Waters is up there with them, you know? Uh, So it's, but uh, you know you take the good uh, uh, that you get and i don't know you guys are making interesting points the algorithm control thing there's maybe something to that obviously there's something to that um i guess the the debate really is can they contain it in the algorithms and i think some voices <laughs> escape the those algorithm uh prison yards so to speak and so 
I, I think if enough of those big, real big voices escape it, um, some can't be contained in that. So it seems like the they need con- containment of the narrative. And so you're saying they're containing the narrative through algorithms, which I'm sure is somewhat true, but I guess it's hard for me to conceive that they could contain it um, as much as they would We can fight to. against this if we we have to break outside of our own comfort zones, our own echo chambers. Instead of sharing a post on Facebook, we need to like send it in a personal message to a friend or, or, or find some good information and put it all in one place or, or find a website that you like and make like one of those scannable barcodes and then go drop it out. New people need to be exposed to this information because I think the game right now is that it's, it's being passed around to the same people who already know this exactly. stuff. Yeah. And we're not going to be able to reach new people on these platforms. So we need to think outside of the box that's my suggestion yeah i think that eventually i mean i don't know that we're going to we can't fix this issue but i think you know i i believe that younger people are going to um the people the young people who are who are actually inside the system who it's their language who you know who know how who will learn how to beat it but it will be in ways that we don't we can't conceive of now. That, that's what I think. And I don't think, you know, we tend to want things to happen like the quick fix or I, I, there's no quick fix to this. This is not, you know, this has been going on. This evil has been building and building and building. And I think that, you know, I don't, it's not, it can never ultimately succeed. But I think that, yeah, the battle will be fought when I'm no longer on this planet, the real battles, you know, but what I pray and hope for is that my words and what I'm saying now will, can be passed down, you know, from generation to generation, other people will discover it one day, we'll discover the things that we, that we wrote or the things that we said and they, and start passing them around and it will become, become like a new voice, you know, for, for a, Mm. for a rebellion, but that's not now. That's not, we, we are, we must fight now, regardless of what, of whether we win or we lose, you know, that should not even be in it. We fight because we're, you know, I've said it before, because, you know, that's the right thing to do. And, um, and, you know, and we fight for, for the future and we fight to set the right. example for those people, for those young people for the future, you know, that's Hallelujah. how I see it. I feel like you're yeah. preaching over here. That, that's, no, I, that's I've, inspiring. Been, I've been preaching lately. I don't know what's happening to me. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're a warrior of light for sure. You're. I'm looking at your Substack right now. Are conservatives being manipulated to boycott certain products in the same way liberals are manipulated to wave a BLM or a Ukrainian flag? That's your latest Substack. All a game mm-hmm. to the likes of Bill Gates is the title. Why so serious? A Joker reference. <laughs> What's going on, Karen? Are you you're saying? Yeah, it does seem manipulative. These boycotts and and this like sort of, um, I yeah, I don't I don't think the sort of woke agenda for some of these big products. Uh, there's something beneath the surface of that. Yeah, there's, um, you know, I wrote a piece, my latest piece about Trump, I say it's it's all a game to gain more power while we are left confused by what we perceive to be unanswerable questions. But it's really quite simple. It doesn't matter if this or that company fails or if a Silicon Valley or a Swiss bank goes under, the elites own it all anyway. They create illusions of loss and gain. So we worry while they are all 
what all they are doing is moving the money around. It's like they have a bunch of baskets where they keep the money. They make a, they may take a pile from one basket and put it in another, but the baskets are all in the same warehouse and they own this, mm. the warehouse. Not one penny ever leaves I says the storehouse, not one penny. It all stays in those baskets under their control. That's how it is. Right. Interesting. Ruckus. Is that what you think? <laughs> oh man, I, my brain is fried now. Um, we're, we're in a battle for, for the future. Um, and it's like, it's, it's, it's either a future that we're creating or a future that they're creating. Um, but I, I'm, I'm pretty serious about this, this mass. I just, I can't shake this feeling that we really are on the precipice of something massive. Mm-hmm. There's too many things coming from too many sides, too much happening at once. Mm-hmm. Um, we had the, yeah. a lot of these cyber pandemic, um, things recently, the alien stuff. Uh, the Fed now is going live like in two weeks. This can't be all like coincidental. I, I really, really, I don't know. I just, I, I think, Ultimately, I think we're back to the just prayer, uh, maybe fasting, um, stuff like that. It may be a spiritual intervention at this point. But as far as the things that have been put in motion uh, by whoever the powers that are be might be, I, I, again, I, I think it's it's ultimately it's now or never. Crap or get off the pot, people. So do what mm-hmm. you need to do. Yep. You think something tragic is going to befall us or something? I mean, you're bringing up, I've never heard you talk about fasting before. This is alarming, Ruckus. I don't, I don't know what to think. Here. <laughs> I'm just dishing out the black pills tonight, my man. Yeah, man. Yeah, Karen, maybe it's Karen can bring us some hope. Pills. I don't know. <laughs> oh, dear. You know, nobody ever likes a prophet. The prophet, you know, all the kings like in the Old Testament. No, don't tell me that doom and gloom stuff. They don't want to hear it, you know. Everybody wants to hear something, you know, positive and happy and all, all of that. But, you know, I'm in my, the older I get, the more realistic I become. But that doesn't mean I'm a joyful person. I mean, we, this is an exciting time to live as far as I'm concerned. You know, we, uh, and, and yeah, being a fighter, I mean, what better time to live than now, you know, to, to, to take, you know, take up this battle and to, and to fight. And it's a spiritual battle. You know, it's not just a, it's not physical, it's a spiritual battle. So yeah, prayer is powerful, you know, um, you know, standing firm. Yeah. I'm going to, I guess I'll fast. Maybe, maybe tomorrow's the day to start (laughs) a new fast ruckus. Send, how are you going to sign us out of this one? How are you going to, turn the table and and leave us with a good feeling well karen says something about like being a prophet and abraham lincoln said the best way to predict the future is to create it which is you know further more my part my point but the thing is like we see these people doing with this woke agenda they believe that too so they're trying to create the future they want so we we need to not rest on our laurels and start creating the future we want uh, because just because the past didn't turn out like you wanted it doesn't mean your future can't be better than you imagined. I like that. That did make me feel better. Thank you, Karen Hunt. <laughs> thank you for coming. What what do you got for us to sign us out? Oh, please come and visit my sub Substack K H Mezek M E Z E K dot Substack dot com com, and I would love to um, interact with you there. 
Thank you. Thank you for All having right. me. Thanks. Thanks for coming back on, Karen. Thank you, Ruckus. Thank you for listening. Keep listening to TNT and have a blessed weekend.